Hey friends, you're listening to the None But Curious podcast, a space for nuns, agnostics, and nothing in particulars. We are okay with not knowing, and we're inspired by each other, art, nature, and everyday moments. I'm really happy you're here. Let's go explore. I flew a plane. One time, but I still flew. I got the opportunity uh, from a birthday gift that my husband at the time had given me. And I went to the airport. I walked in, talked to the receptionist, sat down, and I remember a room full of windows in the lobby area. There was a couch and a really, really loud TV playing likely some sort of news channel or sports ball, something or other. And this guy walks in and calls my name and tells me his name is Chris. And the interesting part about this is that Chris looks like a grown-up version of my nephew. A spitting image. It was really uncanny. And at the time, my nephew was... Oh, goodness. One or two. So, I wouldn't even really be able to understand what he might look like. It's not like he was a teenager. Nevertheless... Chris takes me out, tells me that he is going to co-pilot with me and show me all the things about the plane. Cool. Here's the thing. I'm absolutely terrified of flying. I'm terrified of heights. (laughs) So what better gift to have than to go up in the air in a tiny little craft for a while. So... As Chris is describing very, very quickly, very rapidly, all the components of the plane and the gadgets and gizmos, I am standing there shaking, visibly shaking. He asked me while we were on the ground, are you going to vomit? No, I am not going to vomit. Okay, well, you're shaking a lot. And I explained to him, I acknowledge that. (laughs) I'm living it. I'm anxious. It'll pass. I've just got to get through this. And so we're walking around the plane and he's telling me more and more information. And there's a lot to know about flying. A, A lot. I ended up after this experience, I did take most of the classes to, uh, the, the book classes, I should say, to, work towards getting my license. Um, That's a whole other story. So there's a lot that goes into flying. And we get into the plane and buckle in and we start taxiing. And I will tell you, taxiing is pretty rad because it's like driving a car. Kind of. More like, I guess, a golf cart kind of feel the pedals are metal and it feels different so we're taxiing and he's explaining to me everything that I need to do and he's calm and he's cool and collected 
and he's reassuring me that everything is going to be okay. So we get up to speed, I pull up on the yoke, and I feel the plane go into the air. I immediately burst into tears. So now Chris is really worried that I am going to vomit all over the place. And I remember telling him, I just need a minute to be present. I just need to feel this. I'm so scared and so terrified and so exhilarated. I was feeling all of these emotions all at once. And so he took over and I got to snap a few pictures. They were terrible, but I wanted the memory of me. I think I took a picture of myself crying because <laughs> who wants to remember that? But it served as a reminder of what I was doing. I was healing. So after I took about a minute, collected myself, I took back the controls and I flew over my house and I flew over the kids' school and we circled around to another airport about 20 minutes away. Well, 20 minutes away driving, it didn't take that long at all to fly. And I remember steadying myself and bracing myself against the tiny plane when we would hit minor turbulence. And I was overwhelmed with so many thoughts and feelings. And yet I couldn't focus on anything else but flying. I was so present in the moment that even now it's hard for me to recount exactly how I felt. I was all the emotions and yet a total sense of peace in something that could fall out of the sky at any moment. Obviously it didn't. I'm here to still talk about this. <laughs> so we made it to the airport. I made a landing. I took off again. We were back up in the sky and we towered over the trees and we took a roundabout flight back to the home airport. And I will tell you, I was absolutely ecstatic when we landed the plane and it stopped moving and I could get out of it. And I was really proud of myself, really, really proud of myself for going through with it. There were plenty of opportunities that I could have changed my mind. I could have rescheduled. It was offered several times. I do remember Chris saying, hey, do you want to reschedule? Even before we got in the plane. And then again, when we got in the plane, do you want to land? <laughs> no, I don't. We're already up here. The thing is, is that I faced, I faced my fear. And I think that was a year I 
was adamant about facing these deep-seated fears of mine. Do I want to go back into a tiny plane? Not particularly. Could I? If I had to? Sure. I don't even go on commercial flights. I've been on one round-trip commercial flight, and it was a really short stint. It's when I lived in Rochester, New York, and I went with my employer to a conference in Queens, boop, and then went right back. Was not a fan. Not a fan, and that is a whole other experience, which was delightful in and of itself, because again, I was overcoming a fear and getting outside of my anxiety, which is really hard to do. A lot of people will say, just get over it or just go through it. And it's really easier said than done. But we do it all the time. We speak in front of people we don't know. We make conversation with people we just met. You know, I know that I have faced a lot of my fears in order for my children to hopefully not get the fears that I have. It's hard work. And you can do it. It's terrifying. And I think, I think the worst of it all was I got home and I was so excited. I was so excited because we flew over the house. So I had expected that the kids and my husband were outside waving at me, even if I couldn't see them. And I found out that he had gotten the kids in the car after I had left and they watched me take off from the airport because he had expected that I wasn't going to go through with it. And that totally dampened, well, not totally, but it, it, it did dilute that feeling of accomplishment So when you're afraid, it's valid. It really is. And if you have the capacity to overcome it, I dare you to try. You might actually surprise yourself. And on a totally different note, or maybe a similar note, be sure to surround yourself with people who believe in you even when you don't believe in yourself. Because that is going to take you really, really far in life. Possibly farther than a plane ever could. Hey, thanks for listening. Let's keep this conversation going. Share your stories with our None But Curious Facebook group, or you can also follow our Instagram at None But Curious, or email candy at nonebutcurious.org if you want to share your ideas and thoughts. Until next time, stay curious.